Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, thank you, Father God, for being our God. Thank you, Father God, for being close enough for us to hear. Father God, thank you, Father God, that you are with us always. We shall neither fear nor be dismayed, oh God. Thank you, Father God. You said that you would never leave us nor forsake us, O God. Thank you, Father God, for your son Jesus who told us that wherever two touch and agree on earth, that you, O God, in heaven would do what we have asked, O God. We thank you, Father God, for the minds and hearts of those on this phone line who are on one accord, O God. We thank you, Father God, that we are of one mind one Lord, one faith, one baptism, Father God, that we are united in spirit, O God, that whatever we ask of you right now in the depths of our hearts and our souls, O God, that you will bring to pass. We thank you so much for this day, Father God. We thank you for another day to come before you, O God, and just to sing your praises, Father God. What else can we do but say thank you? Thank you, Father God, for being such a good God. Thank you, Father God, for being a merciful God. Thank you, O Lord, for setting ambushments against the enemy when we simply showed up, stood still, and saw your salvation, O God. May we take a lesson from your people, O God, and just show up today and simply say thank you. May we say you're a good God and your mercy endures forever, O God. You are a good God and your mercy endures forever, Father God. You are good and your mercy endures forever. Thank you so much, O God, for this day. Thank you for setting traps against those that would come against us. Thank you for setting traps 
for this COVID-19, oh God. Thank you, Father God, for using this to do your will, oh God. And once your will is done, we thank you, Father God, that we have come through the fire with our faith tested as pure gold, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that we come out of this with a stronger belief, oh God. We thank you, Lord, that people have turned to you that never would have turned to you, oh God. We thank you for the peace and the understanding that is coming from this, Father. We thank you for the lives of those who have lived, Father God, and the lives of those who have passed on. We thank you for the purpose that they have served in our life, oh God. We thank you for being the God of all comfort, so that the comfort with which you comfort us, we can use that same comfort to comfort someone else, oh God. We thank you for being with us in our time of bereavement. We thank you, Lord, for being there and knowing who we have lost, how many we have lost, and how hard it has been upon us, oh God. We thank you that you were right there every step of the way, and you know, and you know better than anyone, oh God, because you are the original. You are the first that have given up and lost your son. So, Father God, we know that you understand everything that we are going through. We thank you, Father God, for being the parent that forever cares. We thank you, Father God, for never leaving your children forsaken or parentless. We thank you that when our earthly parents have forsaken us, that you, oh God, have taken us up. We thank you, Father God, for the ability to come and talk to you when we are in our time of need, and we thank you for the ability to come and talk to you when we are doing well, oh God. We thank you that we treat you as the heavenly Father that you are, that we honor and are in awe and reverence of you, oh God. We thank you, mighty God, for just being our God. We thank you, God, for putting the prayers and the desires upon our hearts so that they may come to pass in this planet, oh God. We thank you right now for the peace that you are giving. We thank you for the tranquility, the calmness that is settling upon your people. We thank you for the confident knowing, oh God, that everything is going to be all right. We thank you, Father God, for your word that gives us something to stand on. We thank you that we don't pray our prayers on shaky or sinking sand, oh God, but that we build our homes on the solid rock of your word and doing your will, oh God. We thank you that when the rains fall and the waters rise and the storms come and the waves beat against our lives, oh God, that we are able to stand firm and true, feet planted on the solid rock of your word, that we may prosper in these times of famine, O oh God, like a tree planted by the water whose roots go down deep, Father God. Our leaves shall not wither, declares you the Lord. You are our shepherd, O oh God. Lead us beside still waters, Father God. Make us to lie down in green pastures on this day we ask, Father God. We thank you simply for the knowledge of knowing you. We thank you that you are the good shepherd and your sheep know your voice, O oh God. We thank you that you lay down your life for the sheep, Father God, and we shall not listen to another. We thank you for knowing us more intimately than we even know ourselves, O oh God. We thank you for the dreams and goals that you have put on our life, Father God. We thank you that we have taken the time to plan out these next few days and weeks and months, O oh God. We thank you for daily schedules, O oh God, where we can accomplish that which you have put upon our hearts, O oh God. We thank you for the status of the world right now because all eyes are turned to you, O oh God. We thank you for the status of the 
creation that you have made right now because it is still groaning for the people, the children of God, to stand up and be recognized and to be made known. We thank you for the repentance that is taking place in us right now, O oh God. We thank you for the change of mind. We thank you that we have stopped in our tracks and turned directions, O oh God, turned right around from the way we were heading and came straight up to you, Father God. We thank you for dropping everything, O oh God, and just sitting somewhere and closing our door, Father God, and just having a moment to pray with you, Father God. We thank you for touching our souls and doing a work inside of us that we could not do ourselves. We thank you for answering the cry that has been on our hearts for years and months and decades and days and hours and weeks, oh God. We thank you, Father God, for scratching that itch that we could not scratch, oh God, for taking away that irritation that we could not shake, oh God, for giving us purpose, oh God, where we had none. We thank you so much for your direction, Father God. We thank you that we have the ability to turn to you right now, oh God. We thank you for the power of your word, Father God, that we have been healed by your stripes. We say to any sickness, be cast out, never to return, Father God. We say to any lack that there is abundance in place now. We say that there shall be tears no longer, Father God. We thank you for joy, O oh God, in place of anxiety. We thank you, Father God, for the peace that is everlasting that you give that the world cannot take away. We simply love you today, Lord, and may we prove that love by hearing from you and doing what you say, O oh God. According to thy word, you will come in and make your home with us. You will dwell with us and abide with us. We thank you and we need you right now, Lord. We thank you for your indwelling presence, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the anointing that you have placed on us, Father God. We thank you for the divine empowerment to do any and all tasks that you have assigned to us, O oh God. Whoever we need to call today, thank you, O oh God, that you put the words in our mouth. Whoever we need to text today, thank you, O oh God, for giving us the words. Whatever we need to do today for the careers and the jobs that you have given us, may we do it as we are working for you, O oh God, and for no one else. Thank you, Lord, for waking up those dormant dreams that have been inside of our hearts, O oh God, those things that we have been wanting to do but have procrastinated and put off, O oh God. We thank you right now for rising up in us and setting a new course for our lives, O oh God. We thank you that we desire right now to follow you and no one else. We desire to be more like you and less like the world, O oh God. May we get into your word every day, Father God, and be transformed by the renewing of our minds, O oh God. Please allow us to discern the good, acceptable, and perfect will of you. Speak to us today. Oh, God, that we may know what it is that you want us to do. Touch our hearts, oh, God, and put the words in our mouths that your will may come to pass on this planet. May we do the steps that you have told us to do, Father God. May we humble ourselves. May we get up underneath your authority. Command us, oh, God. May we seek your faith, oh, God. May we find out where you are while you are able to be found, O oh God. 
May we pray to you, Father God. May we give you the requests and the desires of our hearts. May we ask you for what you need that you may give it to us. And finally, Lord, may we repent. May we turn from our wicked ways. May we even turn from ways as wicked as trusting in ourselves, O oh God, instead of trusting you. You tell us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways to acknowledge you, and you shall direct our path. We make that decision to turn to you right now, O oh God. We turn ourselves off. We hit the mute button. Speak to us ever so clear, Father God, that we will know which path to take, Father God, and what direction to go in. We thank you, Father God, for hearing from heaven. We thank you for forgiving our sins, and we thank you for healing the land, oh God. We thank you for healing us spiritually, mentally, and physically. We thank you, Lord, for the cause and effect relationship. We thank you, Father God, that if we repent, you accept it, oh God. We thank you that if we turn, oh God, you forgive. We thank you if we humble ourselves and pray and seek that you heal, Father God. We are depending upon your word that you honor even above your name, oh God. We thank you for just blessing us with your Bible. We thank you for leaving us with your holy word that gives us comfort, peace, and guidance every single day. We even thank you for your rhema word, O oh God, that comes to us from your mouth to our ears, O oh God. We thank you that you are able to speak to us and that we are able to hear, Father God. We thank you for a word for today. We thank you for guiding us and leading us, O oh God. We thank you for the word of confidence that we can say as the true believers, Father God, the blood-washed remnant that you have left on this earth, that we are healed in the name of Jesus, that this virus is innocuous to us, O oh God. It shall not do any harm, that we, our families, and every other true believer are covered by the blood of Jesus, and nothing shall come near us, O oh God. We thank you, Father God, that in these times you will prove yourself to be God in a mighty way, not only in our lives, but in the lives of others. We thank you that while all else is darkness, that we continue to dwell in the land of Goshen, O oh God, where you have always kept a light on for us, Father God, and that you have kept us covered, that the death angel passes over us. We thank you, Father God, for the word that we are about to hear on this morning. Thank you for removing that person to the side and placing yourself in their stead. We thank you that we can hear, be edified, exhorted, and encouraged on this day by the word of prophecy that is about to go forth. In your son Jesus' mighty matchless name, we do pray and amen. Well, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, I am my brother's keeper trying to press it in us. Why? Because I desire and wish and hope that my brothers and sisters would all follow suit of the pattern of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, here's the image, here's the pattern that we should pattern our lives after. And as long as we can see Jesus, uh, hey, beloved, we're going to be okay. Hey, let me pick it up at the throne of grace and then we'll talk to you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, as again, we thank you. We thank you for these that have pressed their way, Lord. I just seek your face. You said in your word, Jesus rose a great while before day and went into a solitude. 
third place, and there he prayed. Father, it's something about seeking your face full day in the morning. We could find answers. You said Jesus rose every morning, gave ears to his father. Then you gave him the tongue of the learning, that he may speak words of wisdom to them that are weary in due season. Now, God, forgive us for any sin, the transgression, or iniquity. Fill my mouth with blood. Cover me in blood. Cover these uh, under the sound of my voice in your blood, because the power of the blood of Jesus Christ can and will defeat any enemy in this life, in this world, in the world to come, in the world beneath, uh, the blood of Jesus Christ is powerful. Now, God, I thank you, and I give your name the praise, all the honor, and the glory in the wonderful name of thy Son, Jesus the Christ, we pray. And all of the hearts of God's people shouted, amen, and amen. Hey, from the gospel according to Matthew chapter 8, uh, I'm going to use uh, a text there, or a scripture, beginning in verse number 18. But I'll read verse 1 and 2, and then we'll skip over to verse 18. If you're there, say praise the Lord, and let's get there. Matthew's uh, Gospel, chapter 8. Here's what the word of the Lord says. When he was come down from the mountain, a great multitude followed him. Jesus had slipped away, was in the mountain, and there he was teaching and leading and sharing, trying to rest. But when he came down, a great multitude of people met him. And behold, there came a leopard and worshipped him. Now watch this. Saying, Lord, if thou will, thou canst make me clean. Well, the leopard has violated the law of cleanliness in Israel because lepers was not supposed to leave out of a certain city that they had dedicated just for leprosy. And they were to walk around with a scarf or a handkerchief over their mouth and cry out, unclean, unclean. Now hear me well. If one drop of saliva from a leopard would fall or touch you, you will become infected. Kind of like this coronavirus, they're saying, stay six feet away because the germ can affect you. But, but you hear me now. Notice the boldness of Jesus Christ. It was forbidden for a rabbi to even touch or pray for a leopard. But he came worshiping Jesus. And Jesus touched him. Or said to him, rather, be clean, and he was clean. Let's move on. Skip over to verse 18. Hear what the word of the Lord says here. In verse 18, he says, Now when Jesus saw the great multitude about him, he gave commandment to depart unto the other side. And a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whatsoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, The fox has holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the son of man have not where to lay his head. And another of his disciples said unto him, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. But Jesus said unto him, Follow me, and let the dead bury their dead. Verse 23, 
And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. Behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he said unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. I want to talk to you this morning from the float right out the storm. I said to you again, right out the storm. What is a storm? A storm is a violent disturbing of the atmosphere. Bring with it strong wind, unusual rain, thunder, lightning, sometimes even snow. Well, the verb storm means to move angrily or forcefully, specified or a special kind of direction. In other words, once it builds its force and the way it's going, only God can turn it in another direction. In the last 10 years or so, we've had storms or hurricanes, starting about 2000. You remember the storm, Isabella? Ivory? Emma? No one can forget Katrina in 2005. Rita came right behind it in 2005. Wilma, 2005. Then another one named Dean came through, and then Felix. All of those hurricanes and storms mixed brought catastrophe to the land. But I'm talking about a different kind of storm that we have to learn how to ride out. Many of the people did not want to leave in certain storms, but they said, we're going to ride it out. We're going to buckle down and board of our wonders. Got enough food stored away. We're ready for it. But some storms you cannot ride unless, get this now, unless God tells you to ride it. Because in your own highlight mind, if you try to ride out storms, it could cost you your life. I'm not talking about storms that are natural. I'm talking about life storms. Storms that will come to shake your very foundation. Storms of life, such as death, unexpected. During this time of coronavirus, COVID-19, people are dying everywhere. Families are being caught unaware of it, unexpected. It's rocking the foundation 
of the lives of people and family everywhere. What I love about God, he's not prejudiced. Death is not only for the black, it's for the white, the Hispanic, the Asian, Korean, African. It does not matter. There's no respectable person. So why would God allow a storm to come in our lives? Sometimes they say storm will last anywhere from 12 to 200 hours. But in life journey, sometimes storms can last a day, a month, a year, a lifetime. I'm so glad how the writer started this chapter out. He started it with Jesus healing a leper. Speaking prophetically, he spoke and said, be clean. But because the leper came worshiping him, worship was on his knees, crying out to Jesus, help me, Lord. Then it goes on to switch with the disciples now on the ship. Jesus is there with them. I stopped by this morning to tell you, we got to ride out the storm. But Jesus is on board with us. But you have to understand, he sleep with the disciples. The Bible says he never sleep nor slumber. God never closes his eyes. Behold, the Bible says the eyes of the Lord is in every place. Beholding the evil and the good. We got to ride it out. Can you imagine the disciples on the ship? I don't want to disturb Pastor because he's tired. I don't want to disturb him because we can do this ourselves. But we're going to make it through it. But the storm got so bad. If the waves begin to cover the ship now, like many of us seem like the waves are covering the earth, those that have not cried out in the storm are beginning to cry out. Those that have never prayed are praying now. Those that have never read a Bible have been collecting dust for years of reading them. Those that never wanted to hear the word of the Lord, now they cry out, let me hear words of the Lord. Had a doctor call me. I said, tell me, apostle, yesterday, what is the Lord saying? When you get the doctors talking to you and asking the man of God, what is God saying? Is he showing you anything? What must we do? I said, hold on. Right out of the storm of life, not only been sickness, disease, but sometimes we've gone through divorces. Some divorces wrecked people lives for years. Can't never get it back on track. Now, I don't care how you pray, how you preach, how you give them professional help. 
some folks can't get it back together. Oh, but I know God that said high, and he looks low. And there is no problem too big, too small for our God. So I stopped by this morning to tell you, the storm is raging, but we got to ride it out. The danger of every storm is what they call the updrafting and the downdrafting. That begin to coexist. Buckle up your seatbelts. But I want you to know the disciples were struggling hard, trying to make it to the other side. And when the waves got too much for them, the ship was taken on water. I'm talking to somebody that seemed like in your mind you can't make it. Or seemed like you're wondering what's going to happen. I stopped by this morning to tell you, right out the storm, our God is in the hind part of it. He's just waiting for us collectively to begin to cry out to his name. It's something about God and his name. When you call his name, demons tremble. When you call the name of Jesus, storms have a right to, to humble and submit themselves. So I want you to know, beloved, we're going to ride it out, but we're not by ourselves. Yes, beloved, the disciples done everything humanly possible. They have been trained how to handle the sail, trained how to handle the paddles in the boat, trained how to hold on during a storm. But I want you to know that this storm is making everybody make sure that you buckle down, but you're praying. And those that were praying, I promise you, beloved, we're going to wake him up on the hind part of the ship. And when he stands up, all coronavirus and COVID-19 and every other illness will settle down and obey God's voice. We got to ride out the storm. I could see the shore on the other side. The disciples could see land. They were not far from it. I see the land, y'all. We're not far from a vast nation. We're not far from a cure being found. We're not far from this being over. But we must ride it out. Somebody said, well, I'm getting off the boat. Well, beloved, you have that right. But the Bible said it was a tempest, meaning that there was upheaval in the ocean or the lake, like it was having an earthquake underneath it. I think I'll take my chance in the boat because he's on the boat with me. I want you to know, I don't care what life has presented to us. You have to learn to ride out the storm. Some folk love their lives from the natural disasters of storm because they wanted to ride it out. Some made it through it. Lord, do they have a story to tell? They saw the violence of the wind. 
They saw the violence of the rain and heard the thunder roaring. Can you imagine the disciples on that ship? And then Jesus stands up and rebuilt the wind and the waves. And the Bible said it was a great cause. And then he turned around and says to them, Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? That questions the lifestyle of the disciples. Had they been following the pattern of Jesus, who was praying daily devotions, seeking the face of God, those of us that seeks God in a daily devotion going to ride it out with no fear. Those that have not had a prayer life, a connecting life with God, I'll feel so. But let me help you. You may be on a ship that has never connected, but he's there. And he got enough love and mercy to secure you until you can get there. And once Jesus rebuked the wind and the waves and calmed it, they docked to the land. We're about to dock, my beloved. But we must ride out the storm. Don't panic. Don't get afraid. I keep telling the saints, fear cancels out your faith. Out of the heart flows the issue of life. You can't talk faith one minute and then fear another. Salty water and fresh water don't come out the same mouth. Make a decision. Go follow faith. Faith we're going to walk with. Go follow fear, then walk with fear. But we must ride out the storm. It's going to be all right. It's almost over. We're almost getting ready to dock on the other side. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks, and I want you to know we got to ride it out. Praying for the bereaved families, those that have lost a loved one. My best friend in Orange, Texas, lost their brother on yesterday, not from the disease, the mother complication. But no matter what it is, it's a storm. And we as the body of Christ collectively got to pray for one another. But Jesus is on board with us. You got to say it to yourself, Jesus is on board with me. Father, we thank you for another day and another opportunity. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I pray that everyone on the sound of my voice will learn to stay in the ship, ride out the storm, because Jesus, sooner or later, is going to get up and cause it to cease. And God, we believe that. So we're holding on. We trust you. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks, and I am my brother's keeper. I'm out. I'm praying for you. Pray for me and mine. And I believe that all of us is going to be just fine. God bless you. God bless you. Have a blessed day.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.